At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Live Bet Sunday rolling along. I'm Jeff Parles here at the South Point. Hey, you see a second silhouette in here. That's because the Hall of Famer's back. <laughs> What do you say? Paul? One guy calls him Maolio. Everyone else calls him Maliula. That's right. The Pretty guy, Maliula, the guy I work with, uh, our director Chris Andrews. He, he knows how to say it. He puts the Greek uh, flair to he it. Puts the, <laughs> <that's> the, <laughs> yes, the, the, the Tzatziki flair. That's right. Yeah, that's there, right. There we go. How you doing? I'm good, buddy. I'm just sitting in the, the back with uh, the aforementioned Mr. Andrews and uh, Jimmy Vaccaro and uh, Rich Bachelary. Stopped by to uh, doing a little reminiscing back there with. Uh, with young John gone as well, so we're oh, just wow. you got yeah. everybody's back. That's there. right. See, we're, the rain comes and it brings everyone into the into the back that's room. That's right. That's right. Where we <laughs> we get everything done. What what are you doing, buddy? How are you? How's your day going? You My, cashing tickets? I yes, I actually I actually got some money from you guys. Today, that's okay. Which is, which is a, we a, pay. A shock. We know, pay. I'll have to get it after that's the right. show. Listen, buddy. I always tell you, remember this, okay? Don't rely on the Fed. Forget about rising interest rates coming down. Don't worry about you. Your bookmakers will take care of you, buddy. Don't you worry. <laughs> So I, I want to ask you this. Yes. Let's start with the what was nearly the biggest upset of the regular season so far. Must okay. be that uh, team, that game down in Texas. Yeah, <laughs> where the Houston Texans gave the Cowboys all they could handle. Cowboys yeah. ended up holding on, winning by four. Not even coming close to covering a seventeen and a half or seventeen closing point favorites. Mm-hmm. 
How good of a result would it have been if Houston had won the game out for right for you guys? Well, it would have. Uh, it, it was actually. We, we actually believe it or not, we needed the Cowboys today. Professionals, okay. professionals they were, the were on the on the Texans as they often would be. Uh, listen, you've got a uh, you have a professional team that's getting two and a half touchdowns, and what we've seen out of the Cowboys this year, even though they continue to rise in terms of the power ratings. Um, they they tend to not only play up, but play down to the competition. And uh, this was a spot where uh, betters uh, thought they uh, they might be taking some things for granted. And uh, when I say betters, professionals. Now, public was certainly uh, on the Cowboys uh, uh, money line parlays in particular, uh, and uh, also uh, you know in terms of teasers. But that's uh, that's typical for. Uh, uh, for uh, for the public when uh, when it comes to these big numbers, I would imagine that this was uh, this was a, a mixed bag day for you, Vinny. Right? Yeah, yes, it's yeah. that's a that's a, a, a you know we were we were chatting about it. The morning uh, kind of uh, it, it was a mixed bag, and I, you really overall you want that. You know what I mean, Jeff? You don't you never you never want uh, the entire left side of the parlay card uh, as I call it, you know where all the favorites are. You don't want all favorites. You don't want all underdogs. Uh, believe it or not, you know, a lot of folks are of the misconception that uh, we're always rooting for underdogs. Sometimes that's not the case. You want a, a, a good mix. So um, we actually uh, we needed the, the Jets today. I'll go right down to the ledger. Vikings-Lions, <clears throat> excuse me, was a, a pretty much a, wound up a two-way game. Uh, needed the Jets. Uh, Got there thanks to a late field goal. Yep, needed the Steelers. Didn't happen. Did not happen. Uh, we needed the Eagles. There was uh, uh, support for the well, that's uh, interesting. for the Giants, uh, particularly uh, today. And again, I think that was a play on the number, right? Right. You know, you know, taking to take uh, take a touchdown yeah. there. Um, we did need the Bengals, so that one that one went well. Uh, we needed the Titans. Did not get there. In fact, Jaguars won uh, one outright, as uh, as you know. And then, of course, as I mentioned, we needed the uh, the Cowboys. So sort of a mixed bag. And uh, heading into the afternoon where the decisions are not uh, tremendous decisions. Uh, uh, I think uh, tonight we're going to – I think the thing we'll be looking at tonight is um, uh, probably – well, I don't know. It's gone back. We don't want a three tonight. You don't um, want Miami by three. We don't. I mean, they, they're, yeah, they're favorite. And, uh, of course, uh, the Niners, we don't, want, uh, we don't want that game to fall three today. So – I would like that game to fall three, but well, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure again, you would. again, as soon as uh, as soon as the first play of the game, it's roughing the passer for hitting Brock Purdy too hard. It's a, <laughs> a big problem right out of the gate. If you had a Tampa Bay ticket, uh, Niners on the move again. They have a third and one coming inside the Tampa Bay ten, up seven and nothing. Uh, and Mahomes touchdown was pretty ridiculous, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I have to tell you this 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 young man. Uh, we were talking about how he just continues to 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 come up with the creativity and when right when you think two things I think if you're a player uh, on the field and you think you have him in trouble uh he figures out a way uh, to get out of it with something sensational as he did there and and as you know as viewers as fans uh, let's face it we're all fans right it, it's just a it's a matter of what degree uh depending on our uh <laughs> Our bankroll, but you got to really marvel at this kid how uh, how creative he is, and uh, you're never you're never out of it. Listen, they don't win every game, they don't cover every game, but you're never out of it really uh, when he's uh, when he's on the field. Right now, Kansas City. If you want mismatch, right now, Vinny, it's only thirteen to nothing because Kansas City's had to kick a field goal twice. Mm-hmm. Kansas City is outgaining Denver two forty four to thirty four. 
<laughs> you know, this this uh, you know, we were talking, and if you if you go back uh, just a few months, right? We were talking about this division being the strongest division uh, going into the season, right? We thought about it, and how many of these teams going to be the best division ever? Uh, it was, yeah, yeah, and, and there was there was quite a bit of support. Remember after the uh, the the trade, I mean, I'm the, the signing, right? Uh, with uh, by the Broncos, uh, it's it's everybody was thinking they could they could overtake uh, uh, Kansas City for the division. It was a lot of support uh, for the Broncos uh, for, to win the division, but uh, it's turned out to be really uh, a rout. Uh, you know, we see what's happened uh, uh, to the to the Raiders, and um, look, I mean, it's uh, but again, the Chiefs uh, they're turning this into. Uh, you, you look at the division; it's probably the strongest right now. And it's uh, it's the NFC East, really. When you when you when you think about it, from a division standpoint, I would argue. You know? I, I would argue that the AFC East one through four. AFC is East better. is good too, the, but 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 Dallas is significantly better than Miami. Yeah. Even if Philadelphia and Buffalo mm-hmm. is a coin flip. Yeah. Dallas is still significantly yeah. better than Miami. Yeah. No, there's there's no, no both both the both Eastern divisions yeah. uh, have I think surprised in terms of the competitiveness. No. And again, yeah. we, the way we have power ratings, you know, uh, for teams, you can also you know you can rate the uh, the divisions as well. If New England beats Arizona as a short favorite tomorrow night. The Jets and the Patriots have the two worst records technically in the in the Eastern divisions at seven and seven six. and six. Yeah, I mean that's mm-hmm. high quality any way that you you slice it. Yeah, uh, regardless there, uh, I, I do want to ask you this since yeah. we're getting near the end of the regular season here and people are going to start really coming in and starting to bet uh, that's more futures now that we get a little tighter to the playoffs mm-hmm. here with a better gauge. Are there any teams that are currently stacked against you right now? I don't think no. I think the future book You're pretty looks. Good shape. I would say pretty. Actually, I'd say Philadelphia. Philly, okay. Um, don't forget. I mean, it, it wasn't they. They were a huge, uh, a huge price. Uh, but it doesn't take long when you get the double. D. You know, they were thirty to one, 30 thirty-five, to one, yeah. forty, yeah. maybe in in, in uh, at some point too. So I would say of of all the teams, um, now there was still support for Philadelphia being. There were three teams in the NFC that folks were taking a flyer on. Uh, in terms of uh, being improved and uh, and uh, and and coming back from last year, Philadelphia was certainly one of them. Uh, the Vikings was another, and uh, the Saints. Uh, there was uh, a lot of optimism uh, f- for the Saints, uh, but Philly, I would say, is is probably one of the teams that. Uh, but it's it's nothing like uh, you know something. Uh, Glaring out there, Jeff. You know where uh, again. I always compare it to, let's say, the Vegas Golden Knights in their first year with those uh, triple digits. Uh, what two hundred two hundred and fifty to one to win uh, the West and five hundred to win the, the, the yeah, Cup? There was uh, there, <laughs> that was uh, that was a uh, that was a, a memorable one for yeah, sure. The two hundred and fifties ones get yeah. there, and you have a real shot. I, I told them. a story right about people who would come in who you framed know, them and then they had framed, to get them out framed, of the frame. They framed not only the, they didn't just frame the, the game tickets. They framed the the betting. I had a buddy of mine. He had had this 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 plaque and he had a separate uh, section within the plaque he, he had it uh, matted and framed and he had a t- he had a ticket uh, for the conference and he had a ticket for the uh, Stanley Cup and uh, by the time uh, 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 February rolled around he had smashed it 
and uh, and uh, wound up taking both of them out and taking them to a safety deposit box. You have no choice. You have to at yeah, that yeah, point. Absolutely. You have to. Yeah. I mean, uh, look, uh, $100 at 250 to yeah. one. That's a pretty nice day at the office. Not too bad. Not, not, not too, too bad. bad at all. By the way, Brock Purdy, rushing touchdown, and the Niners are, are in firm control against the Bucks, 13 to nothing. Not missing a beat with Mr. Irrelevant. And, again, San Francisco actually looking – Pretty good, Vinny. Uh, you know, I have to tell you, Mr. Irrelevant, we, we have to remember this. And I, listen, I'm not saying that he's certainly an upgrade. Uh, I don't think he's the downgrade that a lot of people might have thought. This kid, pl- he, he plays against this defense. He practices against this defense all week. Now they're better than anyone else okay. in the league, basically. And now, I'm not saying that they go after him. Let's face it. He's got the red judge penny on, right? right. Know, so uh, that's okay. But he's still got to read. He's got to make the decisions. And you know what? Credit the the staff so far. I mean, look, there's a long way to go in this game, and uh, and certainly uh, in the season. Uh, don't want to jump to conclusions, uh, but uh, the reality is uh, they're they're you got to credit the staff for keeping keeping it simple and uh, keeping keep within within a game plan that works for him. Well, you know, the interesting thing I will say with, with this is that you look at San Francisco. I thought the drop should have been more than it was. That's why mm-hmm. I bet Tampa today, and that's why I'm going to end up with a losing ticket. But Purdy had such a bizarre college career at Iowa State, Vinny, yeah. where he was, the first two years he was there, he was awesome his sophomore year mm-hmm. in Ames. And then by the time that he was, that he ended last year, it's like, really, they haven't benched him yet? Yeah. And then here he is. Here he is. Well, here he is on a legitimate Super Bowl contender that, look, I still, even with, with Brock Purdy there, I still think San Francisco is the team that has the best chance to beat Philly in a January day. I uh, I think you're onto something, but let's remember this: this defense makes him better, of course, because he doesn't have to do as much offensively. Just don't turn the ball so, over. That's it. Be serviceable. That's all you need to do. Basics. Vinny, pleasure as always. Always good to be with you. Always Jeff. good to have the Hall of Famer Vinny Maliulo, of course, of the South Point, right behind us. We welcome Danny Burke back when we come back on the other side. Live bet Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. And BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options on in-game betting specials, boosted odds specials as well. Plenty more to go as well. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID. Open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. I think the only person having a worse time than Buccaneer backers is Nathaniel Hackett right now. We bring Danny Burke back in. I'm Jeff Parles. Danny, uh, Kansas City's up 20 to nothing. Denver's fourth and one at the plus 45. They're going for it. And Russell Wilson just threw a pick a pick six to a defensive lineman. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Murphy's <laughs> Law with that team, Jeff. It's incomprehensible how much worse it can get. And it's not like Kansas City has a great defense. You should be able to move the ball against them and against a division opponent at home when you virtually have nothing to lose. This is just more of an indictment of how poor not only Hackett's play calling him, but Russell Wilson. I mean, he is just god-awful, and you are stuck in purgatory if you are a Broncos fan. That is tough, man. I mean, I mean that is just... That is just... If there is a play that encapsulates <laughs> the fiasco that this has been for Denver this year. That was perfect. Proper decision to go on fourth and one. You're down 20 points. You have to go. And Russell Wilson can't get the ball over William Gay. And then Russell Wilson totally whiffs on the tackle. I mean, I have under 44. I'm toast here because Kansas City (laughs) is going to score 45 in our own. 
My only hope, may let up. My only, hope, my only hope is this game lands 44-0 and Kansas City wins 44-0. <laughs> I mean, very happily take a play. I mean, this is embarrassing by Denver. For what it is worth, uh, this is <laughs> it's just sad. Denver's being outgained in this game 270 to 64, Danny. Denver's number one defense has given up nine and a half yards of play in this game. I mean, it's ridiculous. Also, this is this is a total just shove it in my face session so far. San Francisco up 14-0. Brock Purdy looks like uh looks like a better version of what San Francisco's had at quarterback so far this year. Purdy is seven and nine for 80 yards, Danny. And a rushing touchdown. It's sophomore year, Brock Purdy in uh, San Francisco. Look, now we know if all holds strong that if Jeff Parles is fading Brock Purdy, that is an automatic bet on the San Francisco 49ers, <laughs> right? If, if we get it back-to-back games, does that qualify enough of a trend to just well, blindly I, I, bet that, Jeff? Remember, I never ended up on Miami last week because I got spun into that oblivion. But, yes, I look... <laughs> You should, you, very, you should be very. You should be. You should be very, very scared next week when I bet San Francisco <laughs> on Thursday night against Seattle. That's all I'll say. You should be very scared <laughs> oh, when man. that happens. By the way, Seattle trying to get back in it. They're down seventeen nothing. It's now seventeen to seven. A really spectacular catch by Tyler Lockett to make it seventeen second seven, and then a, a sack on third and long for the Seahawks. So. Danny Carolina up 17-0 in this game at one point. Uh, letting Seattle creep back in down to three-and-a-half-point favorites live up 10. Yeah, uh, what we still got plenty of time here in the second quarter. This line went up a little bit. Now that it's back to three-and-a-half, I know it's in favor of Carolina, and I've been talking about betting Seattle. I, I don't know if I want to go in it directly right now. I'd almost actually be more curious to take a plus price on the money line for Seattle but if Seattle's defense can make a stop, did they just make a stop, or does uh, does Carolina have the ball now? Carolina okay, just punted. Okay, Carolina, so. Carolina just punted. Okay. So there you go. Man. Three and a half. Okay, now, well, now knowing that they do have the ball back, because I thought Carolina had possession, it yeah. is tempting to still look at over the field goal, or I'm seeing like plus 150 or so. If you get above plus 150, I don't hate the idea of in-gaming Seattle uh, thinking they could come back, because they found themselves in these situations the last couple of games. They should have got it done against the Raiders the other week. They got it done against the uh, the Rams last week. So if you think they could do it against one of the other incompetent teams in the NFL, you're getting plus money for it early on. Uh, the big thing is, I, I think Geno Smith offensively will be able to figure it out. He kind of got that ugly interception we were predicting out of the way early on. It's just a matter of if their defense can limit Carolina, and they just stopped them there after getting a huge touchdown. So let's see if the pendulum kind of swings back in favor of Seattle on this drive. Danny, I'm going to ask you a question. How many quarters would Denver have to play to score 27 points? 27 points. Because <laughs> that's what it is right now. Denver is getting 30 and a half right now, Danny. And there's no, know. there is absolutely no way I would take the 30 and a half with the Broncos right now. There it is, would probably take like three games worth, right? <laughs> there's, there's no chance you. I would take the 30 and a half. Like, you, you know what the ridiculous thing is? Like, Kansas City could go completely soft to the second half play, prevent the whole second half. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jerry Judy is not happy right now either. <laughs> oh, I mean, 
His I mean, career is getting spoiled, and he knows the future in front of him with Russell Wilson. It's it's really bad for all of these guys. I mean, it, no one could have predicted this. Did you see that throw? It was a duck from Russell Wilson on third down. How bad can you be? Do you put Rippin in in the second half of your Denver? Why not? When I mean, you have can't to lose, get, right? I mean, this can't get worse. <laughs> I really mean, cannot. I mean, hey, hey, look, Kansas City's probably going to go down and get some points here, make it either 30 or 34 to nothing at the break, but – I mean, this is – we have seen some beatdowns in this league so far this year. It is 270 to 65 on yardage. It is 27 to nothing, Danny. And this game is not even that close. That's how bad Denver has been in this first half. It's remarkable. Remarkable stuff by the Broncos, who are still getting 30 and a half if you want it. Yeah, I actually – I just pulled the trigger on the under 51 in the hook, Jeff. I mean, this thing is adjusted so much. Right. And I mean, like Kansas city is going to take their foot off the pedal. eh? Denver's defense at least will put up a fight. There have been kind of some crazy things that have led to the two touchdowns, right? It was at Mahomes' throw where the defense was relatively solid. And then the pick six, which was just awful on the side of Russell Wilson. But you're going to be conservative, at least in the second half of your Kansas city. Maybe they do one final blow here at the end of the first half. But like you said, I mean, Denver's not, scoring any points Jeff I mean at most what they're going to get 14 on two late touchdowns at the absolute most in Kansas City 14. again <laughs> well if it's 14. two touchdowns <laughs> I don't 10. care if they're playing the Kansas Jayhawks oh Mahomes might have actually just screwed you up there just threw a pick well there you go a little bit of life all right Denver. well see I, I spoke too soon that's actually a really nice interception by Denver's defense all right can Denver go 40 yards for a touchdown Danny <laughs> No, they're going to settle for a field goal, like on the six yard yes, line the or something field, like yes, that. The, yes, the, yes, they're going to fourth and two at the six, and they're going to kick <laughs> this sad field goal to end the half. They oh, need to get goodness. some points. That's going to be hackish yes, reasoning. Yes, no, we just need we, to get on the We're making a three score game down twenty four, and a team that can't legit probably probably is not capable of scoring twenty four points and a half against anyone. Actually, not probably. We know they're not capable of scoring twenty four points because they haven't scored more than twenty three in a game this year, Danny. <laughs> it just it's it's so nuts how bad a team can be hey this is historically abysmal out of denver i mean what do you do what do you honestly do with hackett he's got to be gone i don't know why he's still there after this game we, we've said this with several games right after this game he should be gone after you know just so many disappointing losses games you've blown bad play calling all of this you have the money to do it why don't you do it with russell wilson jeff i, I mean you're stuck with him right there's nothing you can do yeah, you're, you're you're stuck you got nothing yeah. you can do with that contract no one's gonna take him who would why would you want to he's been the, arguably one of the worst quarterbacks in the nfl this season been a bad it's, year to have the last name wilson and play quarterback in this league been a bad Good year call. for that. Uh, oh, he actually made a nice throw, though, on second and second. Hey, they're in the red zone, and also it's 20 to nothing San Francisco. See, I should have attempted to middle myself here, Danny. This game's so – oh, well, we got a flag. Can Brad Allen save Tampa Bay backers from being totally, totally up the creek here? We'll see in a second here. Uh, let's see. Brad Allen is talking for a long time. What? 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 Touchdown? Yeah, touchdown. There you go. Game over. See you later. Jeff, 20 you, know, you know what's tough about that? I uh, I actually bet McCaffrey to be the second touchdown scorer at plus 425. Of course, he doesn't get in at the one-yard line. Purdy then sneaks it in, and now we get CMC with the touchdown for the third. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you and being a little ticked off at this game. 
That was a gorgeous throw by Purdy. Purdy's looking nice. All right, man. I'm. I, I, I'm absolutely, uh, absolutely not betting against San Francisco next week, which means load up on Seattle money line, everyone. Load up <laughs> on it. Uh, Niners up twenty to nothing, and that has been an absolute evisceration so far by the best defense in the NFL. And Brock Purdy yeah. looks actually really good yet again. Got to give a lot of credit to Shanahan. Got to give a lot of credit to Purdy. And it's twenty to nothing, San Francisco. Purdy eight of. Yeah, 9 of 11 for 112 yards and a touchdown. McCaffrey a touchdown. Samuel a touchdown. Just awesome stuff from the Niners so far today. That definitely, that's a touchdown. Why are we reviewing this? A clear touchdown. Give me an updated line on that one. Give me an updated line on Seattle as well as Carolina. Got the ball back and they're driving. More to come. I bet Sunday. Live bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. College bowl season's about to kick off, and VSEN has it covered for this year's college football bowl guide. This year's guide has picks in, on, on the spread and total for every bowl game from VSEN experts and Brent Musburger. Steve Mack and his power rankings for every team and breaks down the motivational factors that affect bowl games. Josh Applebaum give you insight to, into betting bowl strategy that you can use. And Adam Burke can help you, give you an advantage if you are a part of a bull confidence pool. Give yourself an edge. Visit vsin.com slash subscribe to check out the college football bull betting guide. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. Christian McCaffrey's touchdown is given. It is 21-0 San Francisco. I'm Jeff Parles, Danny Burke alongside. It is, it is not a good slate so far, DP. This has been... We have two absolute annihilations. Carolina trying to go up three scores again. Uh, Denver did score a touchdown, so you do have to stop the presses there. Wilson to Jerry Judy. Uh, so that's 27-7. to But right now, 27-7 to Kansas City, 24-and-a-half-point favorites live, 56-and-a-half the total there. San Francisco up 21-0 on Tampa. 21-and-a-half or 20-and-a-half-point favorites right now the Niners are. Man, I mean, that catch was so borderline, too. We, we sat here for what felt like an eternity waiting to get the decision, and that's just such a killer for Tampa Bay, Jeff. I mean, I, can Tampa Bay even score 21 points against his defense? Are they going to be able to score 14? It looks like their live team totals at 13 in the hook, and while I think that would be a good bet to take the over, how do you do it? They're not getting the calls their way, which you were complaining about, but rightfully so because those were two huge difference makers. They can't move the ball. They don't have great play calling. In San Francisco defense is elite. We understand all of this. I don't know, man. I mean, look, the only hope you have if you're backing Tampa or want this to be a competitive game, Tampa Bay needs to get a touchdown before this half ends. If it goes 21 to seven into the second half, you still have somewhat of a ball game knowing that Tampa Bay's defense still is capable of holding their own. You have faith that Todd Bowles can have adjustments being made on the better part of your team for what's been the better part of your team this entire season. But man, Tom Brady and company got to come up with something and I get it. They got shafted with that Mike Evans call. You got to get past it. You got to make the right plays and you got to keep going to Mike Evans. I mean, the dude's getting like less than six 
targets a game, it feels like. And every time something big happens, he either messes up or there's a call like that happening. But you got to get your dude involved once again. I can't, Jeff, it's one of those things like, what do you have to lose? You're down so much right now. Your division is crap. Nothing else has worked this year. You know it's been fluky with the wins that you have. You got to try something different against this Greek defense. I mean, the team stinks. I don't think there's any arguing that. We, we shouldn't be. I mean, they, they needed a miracle to beat the Saints last week. Right. And here we are again where, look, in order to stay in this game, I thought, okay, low-scoring game, something like, like 21-18, 24-21, uh, 17-14. That's where Tampa needs to be to cover this game. That's what I thought would happen. And it's not happened because Brock Purdy has significantly outplayed Tom Brady and it isn't even for a debate at this rate. And it also begs the question now, Carolina, by the way, tacked on a field goal to go up 13. If Carolina wins this game, uh, the Mahomes just get picked again or that ball hit the ground? Ooh, very close to a second interception by Mahomes. But, Danny, the NFC South, if Tampa loses and Carolina wins, Tampa have a one-game lead on both Carolina and Atlanta. The Carolina's starting Ritter. I, I think Atlanta's done. At this point, even though Mariota was terrible, I don't think Ritter's the guy to solve your problems. But Carolina, though, if they are able to hold a 13-point lead in Seattle and get the 5-8 and eight, with two home games in a row against Pittsburgh and Detroit looming before that rematch with Tampa, man, the Panthers have a realistic shot in order to, <laughs> to win the NFC South. As ridiculous as that is, again, they fired Matt Rule. Fired Matt Rule after... A back-to-back embarrassing losses. And here they are. And again, it's 5-8. and eight. They're not a particularly good football team. But Carolina's alive here in that NFC South. Because Tampa next week, Danny, you die. I mean, I know Cincinnati does not have the defense of San Francisco. But if you can't stop Brock Purdy, you are not stopping Joe Burrow next week. No way. You're right. I mean, there's nobody who's going to be able to stop Joe Burrow, I think, regardless of what the defense is. But you, you do give some credit to, I mean, Brock Purdy, sure. But just, again, the scheming of San Francisco and how this offense is conducted and why you can have a guy like Purdy in there and still have some success. But, yeah, it's going to be a nightmare for that defense for Tampa, uh, for yeah Tampa Bay against Joe Burrow because, you know, your offense isn't going to help you out at all because like we were talking about earlier and like we've said so many times, Cincinnati really has a great defense. And if you're seeing these other mediocre defenses, not San Francisco and not necessarily New Orleans, but the other defenses that have limited Tampa Bay, surely Cincinnati will be doing the same fighting for that division spot, fighting for potentially that number one seed, right? And it's just somehow, you know, the Bucks are going to find their way in the playoffs realistically. I don't think the Panthers will be able to sneak in, but it is going to be worth the conversation like we're having right now, and especially if they hang on, which is absolutely absurd to think of the idea of Carolina having any hope for a playoff spot, let alone the freaking division jab. It's mind-boggling how we're here with the NFC South. It's flat-out embarrassing, like Denver Broncos offense-level embarrassing that we're having this discussion. I mean, look, I mean, Tampa, I mean, if it was not for two miracles for Tampa, let's face it, yeah. the Ram game was a miracle. Last week was a miracle. Right. We're, we're talking about Tampa flipping a coin being four and four and eight, four and nine after today. So I look, I, I know it's ridiculous. I know Carolina's not any good, but 
Carolina is alive. And they're gonna that they should be able to beat Pittsburgh next week, especially if it's Trubisky and Trubisky still doesn't know what color his team's wearing that day. Uh, but I mean, it, it, Danny, it's it's crazy. That by the way, all of a sudden, this NFC playoff race, and we were talking about this during the break. This NFC playoff race has really turned into a, a, a war of attrition at this point because the if the Seattle Seahawks lose today. The Commanders would be the six at seven, five, and one. The Giants would be the seven at seven, five, and one. And then Seattle would be out at seven and six. And then you have the Lions, who are just sitting there at six and seven, where Detroit played. How about this, Danny? A gigantic game for playoff positioning between the Lions and the Jets next week. Like we all expected going into the season. I mean, but but it's true though. Detroit, yeah. I mean, Detroit's schedule, if Detroit beats the Jets next week, Detroit goes on the road to Charlotte against his Panther team. They play the Bears at home. They'll beat. They'll find a way to beat the Bears because the Bears have found a way to lose every game they yeah. played basically recently. And then they get Green Bay and Lambeau the last week of the season when the Packers are more than likely out. This playoff chase, if Carolina holds on to a 13-point lead in the second half against Seattle – this playoff race is a mess in the NFC where Detroit, who looked dunzo after week eight, they're one and six. They are alive. They are more than alive in this playoff chase if Seattle loses this game. How do you feel about that game with the Jets taking on the Lions? Look, that kind of scares you a little bit, doesn't it's it? It's not an easy game by any stretch. No, I mean, look, that's that's best on best. That's a top Three defense against right now. How many offenses are playing better than Detroit? They have the best red zone efficiency coming into this week. I mean, Jared Goff has been awesome. There's no arguing that. Jared Goff has been a legitimate top 10 quarterback this year, which, again, is pretty funny because of the way that Goff was run out of Los Angeles, but he's been great. He's been great this year. That is, I am fascinated to see where that line opens, Danny, because people are going to keep betting Detroit because it's been working recently. So I'm curious to see where that one is. I think the Jets' defense is still better than Detroit's offense, but it's close, especially if Quinton Williams is unable to play. He's day-to-day, according to Robert Sala, after the Jets fell to Buffalo earlier in the day, 20-12, to covering his 10-point who, who are the Denver Broncos, and what have you done with the regular version of them? What is <laughs> Russell's happening? actually moving the ball with his feet for once. What's going on? They got the ball in the red zone after Mahomes is, I thought was an interception live, did get overturned into a pick by Sertan the second. Uh, what is going on here? Offense for the Broncos, Danny Burke. They're at first and goal at the five with 14 seconds. All right. Does Russell Wilson take a sack and they get nothing here? Oh, that would be magnificent. <laughs> or do Somehow they... they're going to settle for a field goal, right? You know what? If you're Hackett here, you're down 20. You're playing a team that is significantly better than you and is still one of your bigger rivals. Kansas City, uh, uh, Kansas City got the ball first in the second half. Or excuse me, uh, Denver gets the ball first in the second half. I don't – you got to go for a touchdown here. Like, this is four plays in 14 seconds from the five-yard line to me. Because if you're going to have any chance of coming back in this game, you have to score a touchdown on this drive. Mm-hmm. So, oh, there goes McCaffrey again. Look at this. What a beatdown. Wilson, by the way, on first and goal. He got a guy wide open. That's a touchdown. That's second wow. for Judy. Look at this. How about it? Look at this. 
It was 27. It was 27 to nothing. Your 14. It was 27 to nothing. It's now 27 to 13. Look at that. Oh, my under. I, I'm going to lose my under by like 30 points in this game. <laughs> this round. 27-13. Uh, wow. Here you go. That 30 and a half. You are, you are not even sweating right now if you took the 30 and a half in game. Well, I bet Sunday rolling along. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Place a one-game parlay 
wager with at least four legs on any pro football game. And if all the legs but one in the parlay hit, you'll get a stake in free bets back up to $25. Log into your account today or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion and then place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any pro football game. And if only one leg of your wager misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. This promotional offer is not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Happy to be with you live bets Sunday. I'm Jeff Parles, Danny Burke in Chicago. DK Metcalf enters the end zone for Seattle. There we go. So the Seahawks off the mat, back in the game, 20 to 13 with the PAT pending for Jason Myers. A touchdown for each of the two big dogs for Seattle, both Lockett and Metcalf with receiving touchdowns. So it's 16 seconds to go. It's 20 to 13 Carolina, 20 to 14 Carolina, I should say, after the PAT. That is going to be a fascinating second half line, Danny Burke. Because right now it's Seattle plus one and a half for the game at DraftKings with a total of 55 and a half. It's just a matter of here. Carolina's offensive stats are at 4.2 yards a play. They haven't really done much yards per play wise. Seattle's at five right now after that touchdown. I wonder, again, I don't want to do it because I don't tr- trust Seattle's defense. But I wonder if under in the second half is, an, is, is the right play here with those yards per play numbers both being underwhelming. Yeah, you're probably right. I think that would be the right side to approach it. And I think just from an overall standpoint, again, I was talking about live betting the Seahawks and I'm waiting. And obviously now I'm not getting a good number with it realistically being 20 to 14 going into the second half. But if you have to ask me to pick a team to win this game, I do think I'd still lean toward the Seahawks, right, Jeff? I mean, think about it. 20 to 14 right now. And this isn't a game where it seemed like you completely controlled it. Geno Smith had two horrid interceptions yet. You're still only leading by just six points. And you just let Seattle at home capture some momentum with that touchdown heading into halftime. This team that has a lot more on the line to fight for than you do as Carolina and Seattle at least has somewhat of the experience of being in this trailing role these past couple of games. So I do think Seattle is actually the right side based on what we've seen and how they're still within a spot. Now, again, this is kind of with the asterisk of, well, unless Geno Smith doesn't do anything crazy, I could see them coming back in this game and winning this. Uh, I do want to ask you though, who gets the ball to start the second half? Seattle does. So Seattle could end up double dipping here. Yeah. Yeah. Carolina at opening drive field goal. Uh, again, two in, two Geno Smith interceptions hasn't mattered. Uh, Carolina yeah. did cash those in, uh, did cash those in for points. But at least uh, even with that, an opportunity to right. out of the half, maybe even have the lead. Yeah. Is Carolina Carolina actually attempting to move the ball here with 16 seconds at all three timeouts? Looks up now. They're just they're just running the draw play out of the shotgun. Into the line they go. All right, we're in the half. We'll get you a halftime number in a second in Denver. The Denver Broncos have scored 14 points. Sound the alarms. The problem is Kansas City scored 27. 27 of 14. Game almost goes over in the first half with a 44 total. Uh, Danny, right now the live total is 62 and a half. The Broncos are getting three and a half in the second half and getting the football to begin the second half. Well, what are you, what are you doing here? Are you doing anything or are you just letting this thing fly at this point? If I weren't already invested on that total that completely got shot at 52 and a half and now it's at 62 and a half, I would still look toward the under, especially because Denver gets the ball first, Jeff. I would imagine you could easily get them a three and out like we've seen several times this game and many times in other games. 
and that Kansas City is going to play a little bit more conservative. They're kind of, you know, all loosey-goosey with those Mahomes errant throws toward the end of the second half. So things will slow down a little bit. I think Kansas City's defense will kind of get back in the mix and, and know what to be able to do to limit them. So that's why we're taking now rather than wait, assuming that potentially – Ah, uh, Jesus! Tom Brady cannot connect with Mike Evans. Of course, I mean, this is just absolutely. I mean, that's that, a that that that, that, that is a routine Come touchdown on. for Brady in basically every other year of his life, and he throws it basically into the dirt on fourth and one. This is this is uh, this is embarrassing from uh, from Tampa Bay in this game. By the way, we do have to mention this: Debo Samuel was carted off after that last oh. drive, fumbled, very awkward looking hit where he got crunched. And was carted off. So, obviously, horrendous news for a superstar player. So, we'll keep you monitored there. But I would, getting carted off, we more than likely won't see Samuel again today. But we'll keep you acclaimed if we get any news on him. Um, it is 21 nothing San Francisco. They're laying 20 and a half live right now with a total of 41 and a half. Just an absolute destruction of Tampa Bay, who is well on their way to going six and seven. With Cincinnati looming next week, Danny Burke. Hey, by the way, Christmas, Christmas, Danny, we get to watch Denver. We get to watch Baker Mayfield. We get to watch the uh, the corpse of Aaron Rodgers. And we get to watch the Bucks and the Cardinals. Congratulations oh, to us. <laughs> you know, it's funny. The most exciting part of that is getting to watch Baker Mayfield. Who would have thought we would say that, well, right? That's least, actually something to look forward to. At least, uh, by the way, Miami opponent for Green Bay, which is probably the best game of the three, as wild as that may yeah. seem. But you're you're at least getting the comedy of Baker Mayfield and Nathaniel Hackett in the same game, in the, in the Ram right. game at least. So uh, that's good. We'll be here on, uh, on Christmas Day, of course, uh, bringing you all the action. Uh, big NBA day, as always, as we know, really, to me, the uh, de facto, hey, this is finally basketball season in the NBA uh, day yeah. on Christmas Day. All right, Danny, halftime lines in Carolina and in Seattle. So you can get Seattle as a two-point underdog or a two-and-a-half-point underdog with some juice right now. The live total is 55-and-a-half, which is an under 21-and-a-half second half, Danny. Are you doing anything with that now that we have these locked-in numbers? You know what? I'll go ahead and I'll actually take two in the hook with Seattle on the live line. That's the bet that I'm going to make here instead of the money line too, just because it can be a wonky game since they're down six. And obviously, you know, the touchdown puts you up one, assuming they knock in the extra point. These teams are gross enough to just have it land within that number. So uh, for that added security, and again, because the money line's just about like even money plus 105, nothing too crazy. I will take those points with Seattle. They're averaging more yards per play. They captured the momentum at the end of the first half. They had two brutal interceptions yet. Yeah, Carolina took advantage of it, but they should have a comfortable feeling and lead at this stage in the game, but they don't because Seattle was still able to manage to get into it. And based on what you said, they get the ball first in the second half. They could easily go down the field and score and take this game over. And then these lines are completely going to shift out of the mix and not give you an opportunity to get a good value price in terms of Seattle. I know there's a lot better price earlier. I get it. I'm late to it. I got greedy. I waited all this, this and that. But now that I know that they're able to kind of get back into a good rhythm, despite Gino looking really just flat out bad with some of those throws, I think taking two in the hook would be the right call going into the second half of this game. I am not bothering here. I'm not bothering with anything. What I will consider doing, though, is second half under in San Francisco and Tampa because with the Debo injury, 
I think San Francisco is going to take the air out of the ball in the second half. And quite frankly, Danny, even though I have my Tampa Bay positions that are absolute losers at this point, I am 100% rooting for Tampa to get shut out at this point. Absolutely rooting for that. They deserve it at this rate with the way they played today. How does Brady like, – that throw I still just – Blows me away. I mean, I mean, you, they, you, if it was Zach Wilson, you, you would, everyone would be going after him, and properly so. Yeah. That was, that was as bad of a throw as Brady's made all season, basically. And it's a it walking touchdown. Close. It's an easy yeah. touchdown if he makes the throw. But lofted it up. Yeah, the, the defender wasn't even looking. Evans had the separation. I mean, Mike Evans has got to just be absolutely livid right now. He had his first touchdown taken away because of that BS penalty, and then you're. Goat quarterback can't even throw it over a defender. I that was their chance right there. Even if they stop him and hold him to 21, Jeff, you've had your opportunity and you couldn't cash in on it. You had the fumble, you had the throw, you're in the red zone. It's just so depressing to watch Tom Brady in this offense with all the weapons they have just crumble time and time again. And, you know, I know a lot of people had the same kind of thought as you. It's like, man, I really like Tampa, but then there's a part of you that's like, I could absolutely get burned in this game and I would deserve it because you still think that they are capable of doing things, but they can't. I don't know what's wrong with them, whether it's Leftwich, whether it's Tom Brady being inept for some reason. And it seems ridiculous to say that it's just been the case. And how many times, Jeff, do we have to watch it to figure it out? Right. Is, is this going to be I, the final straw? I mean, look, they, they don't cover. They don't cover. They're consistently overvalued every single week. Mm-hmm. They just don't cover regardless of what the number is, whether they're a favorite, an underdog, it doesn't matter. Tampa Bay just doesn't cover this year. And look, I I was stupid enough to think that Brock Purdy would implode. Brock Purdy's been awesome in this game today. If If you plopped aliens on planet Earth today and said, which one is the quarterback playing his first game and which one is the one who's considered to be the best of all time, Purdy would be the one that would be considered to be the best of all time based off of right. what we've seen today if you plop the aliens on planet Earth. I mean, yeah, this I mean is look ridiculous. at this drive right now, too. I mean, they're I, moving been, the ball pretty easily. He's been great. I, I Look, I think part of this now, I think Tampa's given up now, but I can't really blame him. Hey, just remember, though, Todd Bowles was a bad coach in New York because the Jets organization was horrible. Not that he can't coach as a head coach in this league. Just remember that. Second half about to get underway in Denver. We'll tell you about it on the other side of I Bet Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Hannah Storm and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.